Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. up and welcome to Fierce Female Radio. It's Estelle here, your host, female empowerment coach and the founder of Fierce Female Co, where we are all about fearlessly leading you back to alignment, bliss, and owning your pure power and potential so you can manifest it all. Ladies, what's up? Welcome to the show. Wow, I'm so excited to bring you this podcast episode. I cannot freaking wait. It has been a while since I've done an interview and actually it's been months. Like I haven't done one since I'm going to say July 2021. Um, So it's been a really long time and this was such a powerful interview. This is like one of my favorites, I have to say. It blew me away. So I'm deeply excited to share this with you, whether you're creating something, whether you're finding your power, your purpose, you're going through pain, you're building your business. Maybe you're just trying to figure it out. Like this will touch you in some way. I, yeah, very, very excited for this. So we have the beautiful Amy Elizabeth um, on the podcast. She's the CEO and founder um, of Align by Design. And in this episode, we go deep and we explore growth and power through pain. We discuss wealth consciousness and what it truly means and how to build it. We dive deep into how Amy Amy's journey from being a full-time teacher to expanding into a multiple seven-figure business mentor in such a short period of time. It's like, I don't know how, it would be like a couple of years, two to three years, like absolutely wild. We talk about how to live life at your edge and what that looks like and feels like and how to move through the fears towards your next level. So such a beautiful, expansive episode that I'm very excited to deliver to you. But before we dive in, we have our beautiful free feminine awakening workshop that I'm so excited to bring to you. This is, if you haven't heard about it yet, this is a part ritual, part training that we're doing over two days. And it's so exciting. It's it's actually going to be starting on Tuesday, next week on Tuesday, um, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time at 7.30 p.m. And it's going to go over Tuesday night and Wednesday night. So this is a really beautiful, powerful way for you to honor where you're at right now and how you want to start to feel energetically. We're going to be exploring the hustle mentality, how you can release the hustle, how you can release the burnout, the people-pleasing mentality, and really stepping into your divine power, owning your boundaries, and becoming a magnet for your desires. This is such a fun thing to do, and I'm so excited that we're delivering it like one day, like training and transmission, and then the next day, like rituals, guided meditations, journaling prompts, and it's free, guys. So this is a really juicy um, a juicy offering. There is a link that I'm going to leave here for you in the show notes, and you can sign up for the free experience there. Um, also, there's gonna there's an image that you can download that I'll also leave in the show notes that is 
this is like a fun little thing that we're doing. So essentially, if you share this image, which just essentially says like you're in for this free um, experience, if you share this image on Instagram in your stories and tag us at Fierce, Fierce Female Co, you go in the running to win a free spot in our next uh, group experience, five-week group experience, Feminine Power. Um, so you got to start sharing, download the image, sign up for the free experience, and you go into the running to win access to this five-week group experience, which is valued at over um, $1,555. So very, very powerful, very exciting. I haven't done this before, so I'm excited about it. And Feminine Power really is for the woman who is ready to do life her way, to live life from presence and and power and potential and heal the parts of her that are holding her back from her joy and her bliss and really activating those juicy goddess feelings that are all within us, right? And stepping away from that mentality of doing more, doing more and burnout. And really we're edging into the quantum and moving away from the linear approach. So I'm very, very excited for that too. So if you guys also want to join Feminine Power, I'm going to leave a link for you. We are starting in March. It's going to be absolutely mind-blowing And yeah, I can't wait to see whether it's in Feminine Power or in the free Feminine Awakening workshop. So guys, let's dive into this episode. I cannot freaking wait. Um, And I would love to hear from you. If you're vibing this episode, send me a DM. Let me know what's resonating. Share it on your Instagram, tagging us at Fierce Female Co. And add a line by design so we can continue bringing you guys these juicy episodes. And yeah. I love it. I'm excited. Let's get into it. Hello, honeys. What's up? Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. Today on the show, we have Amy Elizabeth. She's the founder and CEO of Align by Design. She's a 5-1 spleenic projector, mama of three, multiple seven-figure business mentor, podcaster, and she's on a mission to help you live life in alignment so you can experience more ease, flow, magnetism, sexiness, and the impact that your soul truly desires. Thank you so much for being here here on the show, beautiful Amy. Thank you so much for having me, Estelle. I'm so excited. And thank you to all of your listeners. I'm really excited to be here. So thank you. Yes, I can't wait. Let's dive into the show. We're going to kick off with some rapid fire questions just so we can get to know you a little bit more. And then we're going to dive into all the juicy stuff we have going on later. Perfect. Sounds good. So I would love to know, Amy, and probably everyone else, what like travel destination are you daydreaming and like marinating over at the moment? Right now, honestly, the Bahamas. Uh, I Anywhere that is beachy, anywhere that is sunny, but uh, it's on our to-do list very soon. So Bahamas. <laughs> I love that the Bahamas so good. Just like, just to completely like get off the grid and get in nature and disconnect. Exactly. And just the sun, the heat, slow, you know, slow pace, just beauty. So I'm so excited. Oh, I love that. So good. So good. And do you have a morning ritual, Amy? Like I know that would probably like change every day, but I'm interested to know, do you have like a morning ritual and like, what does that look like? You know what? I guess my morning ritual is, is post morning ritual just because I have the kids we're up. I'm really on their schedule and, and their routine. But when I come home, I literally come home. I clean up. I have my coffee and I sit down at my computer. I'll journal. So I'll open up my journal. I kind of just write. I don't have specifics. I'm very flowy in my, um, in my scheduling and, and how I operate, but I'll have it right there beside me, open it up and I'll either write something that I'm really 
really grateful for, or I'll just kind of ask like God source, like, what do I need to know today? What do you need me to hear today? And that really becomes my intention for the day and oftentimes my inspiration. Um, and then after that, I'll just kind of clock in with some clients, you know, do my own thing, um, get ready and then start officially working probably around 11 o'clock. Mm, I love that. So good. And then you have, I love that you kind of have that flowy start to the morning to really kind of set you up because as opposed to like getting into the thick of it, like, and I, I imagine that would kind of give you like a totally different energy for the day, especially after like post morning schedule with the kids. <laughs> exactly. It's like a moment to breathe. All of a sudden I'm like, ah, oh you know, and then I just kind of go to where I feel called, whatever I need to do, like some candles, have a nice environment going on. I really like things to be like as clean as possible. So sometimes I'll vacuum before I actually sit down and I'm like, ah, it's so calm. (laughs) So I just create the calm. hundred percent. I always say like cleaning, like a clean space is like legit my self-care. It is. It really is. And the difference I'm in a move right now and it's been like, so like claustrophobic, you know, it's so hard to like focus and be able to do the things that we operate in our highest potential when there's clutter. Yeah. So true. It's like that space has such an important impact. And I wonder if that's like, I know I feel that really deeply as a reflector. Um, and I imagine that touches on like for all of us, different designs on different levels, but I just, my like environment, it's so like, it has to be not just like pristine, but it has to be like, has to be space around me. It can't just be like all, I can't feel like congested. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then like releasing energy too. Right. So that's, that's part of the spaciousness. Um, my nighttime routine is, is also like a, about like letting go of the energy at the end of the day. So I do a lot more of like my quote unquote rituals at the end of the day um, before bed, like more like meditations, exercise meditation, and kind of just set myself up for a really good end of my day. Um, and then more of that flowy morning. Mm, I love that. You know, there's some, that's something that I hear more often, actually mom's doing a bit more of a, um, a in-depth ritual in the evening. Yeah, because then everything's closed off. You're done. You know, there's nothing else to worry about or think about. And you actually have you space. Totally. It's like that quieter energy because like everyone's in bed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So good. And Amy, what's like one thing that you're feeling really like juicy and grateful for right now? Oh my goodness. So many things. I'm so grateful for the, the opportunity in life and space that we're living in, in Canada with everything that's going on in the world. You know, it's, it's so, it's so heartbreaking to be witnessing and watching what is happening and quite mind blowing, to be honest. So I'm really hugely grateful for the opportunities and and place that I live in and just everything in Canada right now. Um, I'm also just so grateful for like, to be really honest, like myself over the last two years, because we've just had a huge move and a lot of closure has just happened in my life. And to where I am now, I'm just so grateful for all of those really difficult times and for myself somehow moving through them and getting to this place. I'm really grateful for this place, but looking back I'm so grateful for the most difficult moments of my entire life because I know I wouldn't be here without those Mm, I love that so much and that's something I'm so excited to to share more with the listeners and something that I found really inspiring about you because you do talk about that level of like that depth and that pain that you have experienced and you allow that to funnel through your inspiration and where you're going and I just think it is it's not something that people talk about enough and I find it really really um 
connecting and just inspiring. So I'd love to, I'm excited to share more about that with you. And I'd love to know, Amy, what is, um, I don't know if I've, if I know this actually, I don't know if you've answered this question on a podcast or your podcast before, but is there a book um, that has really changed your life um, that you'd love to recommend to the audience? Yeah. Okay. So this is actually the book that I'm going to say is it's called the Saint, the Surfer and the CEO by Robin Sharma. And it, it, I read this when I was about 20 years old, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, re- it literally changed my perspective on life and the opportunities that we have. I was actually um, with a boyfriend that I was with from high school into university. And after reading the book, I like broke up with him immediately. I was like, mm-hmm. I, but what is happening? Right. Like there was just like a huge shift in my consciousness and my understanding and just really how we live life. And it's such a beautiful book. I've actually read it twice and I I should go back and read it again because it's been a while, but it really was about like trusting yourself, right. And going to where you're called and your soul's purpose and so much more in this world. And I would say, you know, out of all the books that probably had the most impact really on the direction of my life and, and opening me up. Oh, I love that. I've never, I've never read it. I'm going to download it straight after this episode. (laughs) You know, it's such an easy read and it's not heavy in, in, you know, like, I feel like we go into so much personal development and all of these things and it's just so light and like refreshing and like, you know, back to life. Yeah. Love it. Okay, good. Writing it down. (laughs) So good. So Amy, I'd love to hear more about like your, your journey. Like it's such an inspiring, it's such an inspiring, but also like mind blowing. kind of story and I'd love to just if you could talk to your journey and how you've unfolded from really being like a full-time teacher and mama to seven-figure business mentor like tell us tell us your story and I'd love to know like how you were led on your path um you know on business and and human design as well to do the work that you that you do now yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so it really, it's so, it really is so interesting looking back. Like it feels so normal to me. So when you like word questions like that, I'm like, really? <laughs> I forget, you know? Um, but <laughs> I was actually a teacher for around just under 10 years. Um, and during my, I, my birth of my second child, my daughter, Lucy, I began personal development work. And in that work, I really started to realize that there was more, there was more out there. I was kind of led on this path of like little breadcrumbs before that. And finally I was like, oh gosh, like there's, there's something else I could be doing, you know? And I love teaching. I'm a five one. So teaching comes very natural to me. Um, and I loved it, but I wasn't fully fulfilled. And there were some really stressful moments where I was like, I didn't know as a projector back then. I was like, when I found out as a projector, this all made sense. Um, but I essentially had a, um, a peer that I had gone to school with, Alexandra Crothers, who is an incredible leader. She's an online coach too. Um, And she was, she left her career and started doing life coaching. And I was like, I think I'm going to go do life coaching. And I had an interview with her and she's like, you know, like what, like any trauma in your life? I'm like, no, like, I just, like, I don't know. You know, I like really never dove into the spiritual energetic side of things. Um, And then she really cracked me open to see that like my soul wanted more. So um, that was during my, my math leave with Lucy. And then I went back to teaching, um, right 
at, at the 12 month mark for her. That was in May. Um, and I had also hired uh, Jack and Rob, which many of you guys know too, the wild femme. And they were my business coaches, but I didn't have a business. I literally just like jumped into it. I was like, okay, well, there's more. My soul wants more. Let's go for it. I found these business coaches. I'll do it. Like there was no business. I wasn't generating any revenue. I was just like going for it, you know? Um, so I really started from scratch from that point, ground zero, and was just kind of like willfully going for it because I wanted to. Um, and then when I went back to teaching uh, a month after in June, uh, and this was would have been 2017, 2018, um, I was listening to a podcast on a run uh, after I put the kids down to bed one night and it was talking about human design. And I'm assuming now it was like a Jenna Zoe, but I didn't know. I didn't like see the topic of the podcast. It just, I heard about it and I was like, what is this? I literally ran home, Googled it, looked it up, found out what I was immediately found out what my kids were. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a projector. This all makes sense. Like some people feel annoyed or agitated about their, their design, but I was like, hallelujah. Like that everything made sense in my entire life. And I was like, no wonder I'm on this path, you know, no matter, no wonder I want what I want. Um, and then it really clicked that moment. Like I, that was the month I also got my first one-to-one -one client just from understanding that I was a projector and beginning to kind of like lean into alignment. Um, the summer was on, so I was off teaching where I was really practicing like how it felt to be a projector and not be working all the time. Um, and then from there, I went back to teaching because summer was over and realized how misaligned it was for me. Not because I didn't like it, but because it was not giving me life. I, I had a really bad skin rash when I went back. I was under immense stress. We had a really busy social life at that time. My husband was on his way to a really bad path that I wasn't aware of and things were extremely heavy. Um, and then I started to, my business continued to take off. I just had so much passion and I was working it at night. I was just doing it when I could like doing live videos in my car before I picked up my daughter, like anywhere I could squeeze it in. I was so lit up by it and felt so alive by it. Um, I was doing it. And then I invested in a high level mastermind. I had no coaching during that little period of time. Um, and I literally spent the entire time in that mastermind um, figuring out how I could talk about human design and cultivating the courage to go out there and speak about it and use my Facebook and all of the things. Um, and then I got pregnant with my third. And um, in those moments, it was literally the push to leave teaching. Like if I didn't get pregnant, I don't know how much longer it would have taken me. Um, during that time after getting pregnant too, I found out my husband was in a very, very, very dark place. And I started to experience a lot of anxiety and stress at work, just of like, what's happening in my life. Like not because of work. I was just like, I'm pregnant. He's over there doing this. Like, what is happening in my life? And I was, I was like, that's it. Like, this is my sign. I need to take, um, I need to take leave from teaching. And I'm also going to focus on my business. I gave myself a month time to, to rebalance myself. And then after that, I was like full steam ahead. Like everybody that knows me, I know that you're, you know, I'm off on medical leave and I'm going to be working my business and I'm going to figure out what it looks like and feels like to be doing this as a projector working four hours a day. And my business literally took off. 
Oh my goodness. I love, I've got goosebumps. <laughs> I, there are so many things that I love the fact that how powerful, like you being pregnant for the third time was like that catalyst for yeah. you plunging into this whole new life that maybe if that didn't happen, you like, it would have unfolded at a way slower pace. What do you think that was? Like, why do you think that was the case? Are you having a baby growing inside of you kind of just like fueled you in a different way? Yeah, I think, I think a, a few things like looking back, I understand so deeply that I needed to have him. I needed um, to find out what was going on. I needed all of those things to happen so that I would lean into coaching because what I was debating that entire time was how could I leave the security and safety of teaching? How could I leave something that was going to, you know, support me in retirement? How could I leave benefits? Like the, the logic behind teaching sounded so safe and secure and the lifestyle of being an, an entrepreneur was so wild and unsafe and uncertain and definitely not sounding secure financially. Right. So it was the push that I needed because if, as everything unfolded, as it did, if I didn't, if I was still teaching right now, we would be in extreme amounts of struggle. So, um, if I would have been on maternity leave after I had Hendrix and my husband left and every financial, everything was on my shoulders. So I would have not been able to serve. We would have been living with my parents, you know, like I would have been in a very different life than I am right now. So I think God knew you need to be prepared. You need to begin preparing, building this business and life that you are meant to have right now. So get to it. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. And would you say like, that's what motivated you? Like, how did you, and I'm sure this is a question that you often get and that people would wonder, like, how did you motivate yourself and inspire yourself at the end of the day when you're freaking exhausted, you know, you've done a full day of teaching, you know, being a mom is a full-time job in itself, whether there's, they're at daycare or whatever it is, but then coming home and, you know, cooking and cleaning and doing the bedtime routines and when clients went existent and the money wasn't necessarily coming through, what was going through your mind and how did you empower yourself on those particularly tough days to continue to keep moving forward and creating and showing up and doing the things? Yeah, thank you. And I'm sure you you fully land with this right now too, <laughs> having a little baby and you're up so early on this podcast, but it really was the... <sighs> like, I love what I do. Like, there's not a day that goes by where I'm like, oh, I have to hop on a client call or, oh, you know, every day that I, if I'm too busy to go live, or I don't have the time and space right now, even still to like, you know, go on Insta stories or make a post. I'm like, ah, you know, I, I literally love my work and I loved it then. And I loved sharing and I loved inspiring people and I loved having impact on people. Like it was just, it was almost like my soul had to keep coming out. If I was going to suppress it, if I was going to be like, I'm too tired, there would be something inside of me that would feel so uneasy and so unfulfilled and unhappy. Like it really is. And, you know, sometimes I get like a, a little bit like of the projector in me, I get a little bit like annoyed with people where they're like, you know, like I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And why isn't it working? Like, well, is your soul connected to everything you're doing? Is this coming from a place of like, I, I literally have to do it because inside of me is not going to feel okay. If I don't like, that's the power that will, will shift everything in your life and always give you energy. Mm, that's so true I love that so much and I can really resonate on a deeper level with with what you're saying and it's I think there's also something really to be said around you know you said before like 10 years of teaching and there is like 
there's like, you know, an academic or like a corporate, there's a different mindset that you've developed and way of living through doing that for 10 years. And now it's like, you're completely shifting and changing, whether it's like, you're not just looking at a checkbox and, and being like, okay, I posted today, tick. Okay. I sent an email, tick. Like that's not the vibe. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, every day I'm so grateful. I'm like, I can't believe this is my job. <laughs> like, you know, I'm so, if just is so liberating and freeing and to just, yeah, authentically get to be yourself and inspire people or impact people and then make money from it. Like it couldn't be any better. So I just, you know, I'm like, how can't you be motivated by that? How can't you be alive by that? Right. Yeah. I love that. And do you, I feel like also you, um, we're very like connected to the potential. And that's something that, that can really trip people up because all they kind of focus on and see is their current reality, what's not there, the lack. And obviously moving away from that teaching space and you know, you surrounding yourself with like masterminds and mentors, like would you say that is what really activated that limitless potential of what's possible? Because I imagine you didn't, you weren't surrounding yourself with teachers that were making seven figures. Exactly. Exactly. You know what? It's so funny though, because looking back, I, I didn't even like, I was like, oh my gosh, 10 K a month would be like, like my I'm done. My life is like, I'm good. You know, I'm set for life. So in, in one sense, I didn't even see the limitless potential. Like I almost felt like it was un like not real. Like if I heard my coach was making 80 K a month, I'm like, huh? Okay. You know, like I'm just good with 10 K. Right. I wasn't even like, I have to. So I think I, I actually released so much pressure, which I'm so thankful at the time that I did enter the industry. There's so many more expanders now for people to step into, but I feel like people get really stuck in the pressure. I'm not there yet. I can't do it. I'm comparing myself where like, I was just kind of in this, like, I don't know, this like self-created muted out box where I was just like, well, whatever I do and make, like I'm happy with. And I didn't feel the pressure or the comparison that I know a lot of people feel. And even now I experience, I didn't experience that then. Um, so it was just, it was more so the focus on creating freedom for myself, freedom for myself, freedom for my kids, freedom in my lifestyle. And if I could accomplish that, I was beyond successful. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that. I love that so much. And I love that you were just like, just so lit up by what you were doing and really just like here for the present moment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, like, I think it's so hard for people now, right? Because it's like, they're trying to get so much further instead of just being where they are and taking the leaps that they're meant to be taking rather than trying to leap the way somebody else is leaping. Yeah. hundred percent. And like, what do you, what do you do in that space where you feel like, you know, maybe you're, you're preparing yourself to go to that next level, um, let's say in your business or in your life, how do you kind of set yourself up for that without feeling that pressure, but leaning into expansion and pleasure and alignment? Is there like one particular thing that you kind of, um, look to that you can Yeah. Yeah. I set intentions every single month around how I want to feel this month. Um, I am a specific manifester in my manifestation process. So I do get to like, I really like to get really specific, but I also want to send let set like a context around every month. And I mean, I have goals and then I also look at things in my life where I'm like, okay, so 
you know, it, it didn't happen this month. And I can look back and understand why, because my growth is often like, will often go wide and then tall. So it's like, this could be a wide month or this could be a tall month. Um, but to set the context around how I want to feel. And then I also look back on my previous month and be like the context that I had last month, did I actually align to it? So it's more of like the intentionality of aligning to the context that I set and then allowing myself to feel safe around the goal that I set. So if energetically I feel anxiety or I feel, um, you know, like potential judgment or I'm creating stories of what could happen if I actually achieve that goal. I know energetically, I'm not able to fully hold that in my body yet. So I do a lot of practices to feel safe and secure there. Um, and then every day more of like that tangible, um, alignment towards the context of who I want to be that month and what do I want to express and how do I want to show up for myself and, or embody whatever I'm launching. Mm, I love that. That's so beautiful. Cause like you're intertwining like the energetics and, you know, with the business and it's not just like two separate compartmentalized things. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And usually, I mean, the business comes after the energetics, like I've very rarely ever been able to create success without the energetics. Mm -hmm. So it's like the strategy comes after, um, but it does, it does create some of that safety too. Right. Beautiful. I love that. And, and I also like something that you really speak to, like on a different direction that I, I really resonate with that you do it in such a beautiful way um, is, you know, you're really kind of like taking a stand for women when it comes to like wealth consciousness and wealth creation and impact, but ultimately helping women expand the energy to allow for more wealth in their life. And so how would you, cause you do it in such an eloquent way. And I'd love for you just to describe um, wealth consciousness from your perspective? And is there something tangible that any of the listeners can start to do now to really shift their perspective and energy to a higher frequency of wealth? Yeah, thank you. So wealth has been such an interesting concept for me. So before I got into this, this world and space, I didn't really understand wealth. I didn't really understand money. I didn't really understand even impact, like what we can really do with our potential and our power. So now that I understand it and have been able to grasp it, um, even in the, the world of psychology, like I blend a lot of psychology in with my work too, in human design and understanding it all is to go back and, and really step into what we believe to be true around wealth, money, and power, and then begin to understand where we are in this very moment of time, and then play into the limitless potential and possibility. So when we can blend all of this together, we can create an understanding as to why it hasn't happened yet for us, where we are in the process of it, and what we desire to do, be, and have. And in this state of consciousness, we get to, um, we start to release the shame, the guilt, uh, the judgment, the even the tension, right, that is held between partners or family members or self or past self. We begin to break down some of that tension where we can begin to play into that limitless potential and possibility. So um, for me, this, this whole concept around wealth consciousness is becoming your most free, most aligned, most powerful, most authentic, most creative and expressed self gets to attract in and be the magnet for and, and really be an energetic status and alignment for exponential wealth if it's true to you and if you desire it and if you have done the work to clean out the spaces that don't feel safe around it. Mm -hmm. So when we do this and, and begin to 
you know, understand like, okay, I look at my next level and I'm like, even like it, it also doesn't end, right? Like this is the important thing to understand around wealth and impact and power. And what we're creating from ourselves is that this process doesn't end of creating more limitless consciousness around wealth, more potential, more possibility. And with that comes that unsexy work or that difficult work or that hard work where the resistance will always pop up. So if we can see it as a state of being and flow and evolution and growth and development within ourselves, we begin to, we can begin to nourish it and and allow ourselves to develop it even deeper than it was before at the same time, releasing the pressure or the resistance that pops up in new ways or old ways that continue to show up for us. Mm, That's so true. And I love that you, I love that you kind of use that word safety. It's such like an important, powerful word when it comes to money and wealth. And I think that it's something that people don't think about because they just think about like the potential, the abundance, the desire, but not like how that's going to make you feel and like how you need to really start to look at that security and safety around lots of people having feelings around fear of success and things like that. And those deeper things that we, that we don't really allow ourselves to feel like the unsexy stuff as you describe it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's so interesting, even being at the the place that I am right now of having consistent six figure months and, and all of the the wealth and money that has been created at Align by Design, I look back and I'm like, (laughs) you know, the things that I think about now that I still have to work on weren't even thoughts before, right? And, and the judgments and, and the feeling or fears of judgments, it's like, it's all connected to your your core and you really can't escape it. You really can't shake it. You can't, you can't, you know, completely get rid of it. Mm-hmm. It's going to continue to come up. It's just on different scales. So I think when we can allow ourselves to, you know, understand the process of our human, of our brain, of the logic that our brain wants to stay in and all of the conditionings around society, I had a really, you know, difficult time being a single female, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, who like men would be like, you make, you know, they'd find out who I was online when I was dating and like money was a thing. Right. Or, you know, the traditional standards of, even if I was making a good amount of money, as long as they were making a little bit more money. Right. Or, um, reputation, like all of these things that I didn't even think about. And then all of a sudden you get into a, a circumstance and you're like, whoa, this is engraved in me, you know, am I lovable? Is a man ever going to feel like, you know, that they can really, you know, support me? Am I too much in the masculine? And, you know, all of these things that continue to develop, to develop and grow, but are innately rooted in our cores, right? We just don't realize it until you experience that next level of wealth. Mm, oh my god that's so trust so powerful like that's something that you probably would have never even thought about you like like building this business creating this future for your beautiful family and then you're dating and there's like wait what like (laughs) exactly and thank god i found the most incredible man who is extremely happy i saw that that is beautiful (laughs) so exciting for you and this chapter so good i I think it's like it's funny what you say like yeah there's, there's lots of pain I think it's also fair to say, like, as you're doing the unsexy work, especially around wealth creation and all these things and wealth consciousness, like pain comes up. Right. Um, and it's uncomfortable. And I think like just in general, like pain is such a big part of growth and some, and something that I, you know, that I, as I mentioned before, I don't think people 
talk about enough online um, and often just generally as humans, like we avoid the pain, right? And we feel that if pain is present in our lives, then we can't have the pain, like, and the pleasure and the joy and the fulfillment, like we can't have it all. It has to be like, either I'm in a really good place right now, everything's high vibe, everything's great. Or it's like, oh, like shit's really heavy. Like I'm really down. Like it doesn't have to be on those extremes. And, and there can be so much beauty in our pain and and obviously I would imagine like you would have held a lot of pain from, you know, going through a marriage breakup and finding your feet as a single mom with three kids. And also like all of the kind of like expansion that will be coming up through building a business, being financially responsible for the house and the kids. And also like being a splenic rejector, feeling like that fear on a deeper level, like how can <laughs> with all of that, like how can I, I guess like, what would your advice be for someone who is feeling the pain in their life right now, but is also trying to build something really beautiful. Yeah. I would say the biggest thing is focus. The biggest thing is, is finding support for your healing, right? Because we can't push that to the side. Like our pain has to, we have to allow space for our sadness. We have to allow space for our grief. So find support in whatever ways you need it to support that side of you. And then the other side is focus, like allow yourself to kind of like latch on like my business was extremely supportive in my healing and in my power like if I didn't have that at the time um or if I didn't have my kids you know sometimes we we have these higher um higher things that we're tapping into that are going to support us so find that higher source for you whether it's your business whether it's your kids whether it's your family whether it's prayer like whatever it is for you tap in and focus on that thing and allow yourself to continue to develop and and create a really beautiful relationship with it um and then from there to know that there's always brighter days like there's always brighter days and at the same time there's always going to be heavy days too we can't take them apart we can't say today was a good day. So that that's guaranteed that tomorrow is going to be another day, like to really allow yourself experience day by day, by day, by day, by day, by day. Like I had some really sad, heavy days. I had really heavy, intense hours. And then the next hour was incredible, you know? So it's like, we just have to kind of dismantle time and we have to allow ourselves to experience each experience that's coming to us. And if we can have a mindset, if we can be working on ourselves, if we can understand how we're meant to be operating and begin to give and nourish ourselves within those things, our happiness, our feeling, our drive, our focus is going to come forward. And it's just about, you know, in, in those like very beginning stages, I remember my family would come just so I could like literally go for a 20 minute run. I would go for a 20 minute run and I would cry on my run. I would be breathing so heavily, right? It would be like, Ooh, like that moment of release of all of the energy that had been stored. And then I'd come back and I'd be good to go. Right. So it's like, what do you need to nourish yourself? Because on the other side of that nourishment is your power, is your energy, is your ability to go forward. Oh, that's, I look goosebumps. Like amazing. I just like can see like you on that run, like feeling all mm-hmm. of that pain. And then like, after just like shining so bright being like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> Thank you. So good. So good. And Last, last question. Um, what would you say, Amy, like what would be one piece of advice like you would love to share with any women that are listening that are currently at like their edge? So maybe they're like approaching that next level and it's feeling scary and they're experiencing fear, but they know that they're destined for more. Yeah. What would you like? They're ready to take that leap, but it's just freaking scary. And what would you, what would you tell her? What would you tell that woman? 
I would say, first of all, it's always going to be scary. So what you're experiencing now, it's going to be scary in two years from now when you make another big leap. It's going to be scary in six months from now when you make another big leap. So the fear is always there. So I would advise her, I would suggest to her to allow herself to feel alive with that fear, to ask herself in this moment of fear that I'm choosing, am I choosing my highest self or am I letting her go? Am I going to be happy if I don't move with this fear right now? And ultimately at the end of the day, what we sit with is either regret or happiness. And the, the side of, of letting fear stop us is regret. And the other side of moving with fear and cultivating the courage, you're courageous, you're, you allow yourself to know that you have everything inside of you. If you didn't desire it, if this wasn't a thought, a feeling, a nudge, a desire in your body, it wouldn't be for you. It is for you. So we get to choose the regret or we get to choose the scary jump into the unknown and, and also hold a lot of certainty in that this is the move for me. So that's what I would say is, is there's no worse feeling than regret. And I promise her that as scary as this moment feels, you're building courage, you're building power, you're building knowledge and, and depths of wealth of inspiration for yourself and so many other people. And one day it's going to be a story. So how do you want to write this story? amazing so beautiful I love that thank you so much for being here on this show Amy can you pimp yourself out and let us know where we can find you how people can work with you and connect with you we would love to know Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This conversation has been so good. Um, you can find me at Align by Design HD on Instagram. So it's myself, Liz Coyles, who actually is stepping into more of a coaching role right now. And then Jamie, who is our new human design reader. So there's three of us you're going to find there. Um, but feel free to reach out and all of our bookings are through there too. So we have our website, alignbydesignhd.com, um, which all the group programs, all the information is on that website too. Um, and then I also have a personal page, which is Amy Elizabeth one, two, three. So you can find me there too, but everything is linked through the Instagram handle. And that's really our main source. I also have a podcast aligned by design and a Facebook group aligned by design too. So all of the aligned by design places. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for sharing and just like being so vulnerable and real with your story and your energy. And it's been such a beautiful conversation and I have no doubt this is going to impact so many women um, who are listening and who can really connect with your soul and, and what you're sharing. So thank you so much, beauty. And thank you so much, guys. We'll catch you soon. If you're vibing the show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more fierce females and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show. And this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light, and fierceness. And we'll see you soon.